to the first episode of Raising OKC Kids, Conversations with Metro Family. I'm Erin Page, Managing Editor of Metro Family, and I am joined today by several of my colleagues to talk about what it has been like to parent during a pandemic, and to talk about this, our newest venture, Raising OKC Kids. We'll start with introductions. Lindsay, you want to go first? Sure. Hi, everyone. Um, I'm Lindsay Cuomo, and I am... I manage the calendar and the website here at Metro Family. I am a born and raised Okie. I have three boys, uh, two of which are about to start junior high next year, and an almost eight-year-old who's about to celebrate his birthday in a couple of weeks. Great. Kirsten, you want to go? Of course. My name is Kirsten Holder. I'm a project manager at Metro Family Magazine. Um, I've got a little boy. He's a year and a half, getting to be a little bit more of a handful with all his running around. Um, and uh, yeah, being a project manager, I kind of touch everything, but I'm in charge of not much <laughs> at Metro Family. Is that an accurate uh, description? <laughs> Um, and I'm Marissa Raglan. I'm director of events. I um, just recently joined Metro Family Magazine, and I'm expecting um, my first little boy in July. So very excited about that. Yay. And I have three little ones. They are eight, six, and four. And since we all kind of have kids of varied ages, I know we've been relying on each other a lot for advice and affirmation, both as moms and professionals. And Marissa, you're really in a unique position among the four of us, pregnant with your first baby. Um, tell us what it's been like to be pregnant during a pandemic. I know this is not really what you expected for your first pregnancy. Yeah, you know, I wasn't sure what to expect with this being my first pregnancy, um, but this was not the journey I thought I had in front of me. Um, and so one of those things I've really been leaning on is um, my support system. My, my husband, my friends and family have been so gracious to reach out during this time to say, hey, is there anything you need from toilet paper <laughs> to hand sanitizer? Um, you know, and my husband's been doing all the, the shopping, the grocery shopping, any little errands we have here and there. And so I don't miss that uh, per se. And so uh, it has been a blessing in that way. But we just try to take it month by month. We are, our doctor um, has been really great to help us really digest the new information, try not to get overwhelmed and be reading from multiple sources, really try to focus in on who I'm um, getting my information from. And so um, it's been a, definitely an uncharted course as it is for so many people. But um, at the end of the day, I know I'm, my body's preparing to do something that millions of people have done before me. So just trying to calm myself in, in that, that truth, so. You have seemed very calm throughout most of this, which I know you're probably not all the time, but um, I, I applaud you for your method of taking things one day at a time. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. And then Kirsten has Jimmy at home, and you, like you said, have been trying to entertain a toddler while also working, and you have talked about having to kind of redefine what productivity means for you during all of this. How have you been able to do that? Gosh, it's, um, it's just been a one day at a time kind of thing. I know um, 
somewhere in the Metro family feed, we posted a meme, uh, Dolly Parton saying, instead of working nine to five, you're working nine to nine, 10, nine to nine and kind of on from there. And I think so many parents can relate. That's what the workday looks like now. This is the new normal um, for at least the foreseeable future with, for those of us with little ones um, and no childcare. So I kind of, you know, had my own little come to Jesus talk with myself um, last week um, when I just felt like I was spinning my wheels, not getting anywhere, um, not doing well at anything, just barely getting by in every area of my life, being a wife, a mom, a friend, a sister, um, an employee, and on and on. So what I started doing, and my husband kind of teases me because I, I am a natural list maker, so that's of course like what I'm going to go to first, but um, hopefully somebody can take, you know, what they want from it, but um, my husband teases me that uh, I'm going to make a list about a list. Mm-hmm. Okay, step one, check. <laughs> um, no, but seriously, I, uh, you know, started kind of recording the things that I needed to do that day, like waking up in the morning. Okay. So step one really though, is wake up before your kids, um, and have a minute to yourself, start your day out on a good note. Don't start your day out feeling like you're already behind schedule because they're the ones waking you up. Um, that really made a difference for me. Um, writing down, like take the towels out of the washer and put them in the dryer. Check. That just made me feel good, like having progress and made me feel like I was more in control of my day and I was able to see all the things that I accomplished at the end of the day um, doing it that way. Another thing that really helped me um, during that morning time, prioritizing what I needed to do um, in the morning and then the afternoon, but most importantly, have a plan during nap time. (laughs) Don't wait until nap time gets there to be like, okay, what are all the things I need to do today? Like already have a plan in the morning that I'm going to, you know, do some things while I'm kind of entertaining my child and I'm able to get some things done. And then when I get to nap time, you need to be able to go, go, go. So all of that to say, kind of taking some time for yourself, taking some time to plan, and then being able to reflect at the end of the day um, on what you were able to get done, even if it's small things, even if it's like making your bed that day. That was last week for me. That was like, okay, I made my bed today. That's the one thing I did. It's okay. (laughs) Um, Having some grace with yourself, I think is really important right now. That's a huge tip. And I think that's something that we have all struggled with and are all kind of, it's like every day you have to start again to give yourself that grace. I know, um, we're all really good at giving each other grace, but we're not always good at giving it to ourselves. So I love that. I think that's been really important. And then Lindsay, you and I are kind of in the same boat here. Um, you're working while also helping your three boys with distance learning. What's been the most challenging for you in all of that? Um, I would have to say the mom guilt. Um, Am I doing too much? Am I doing enough? Will they fall behind? Um, Two of mine are going to junior high next year. So we have this big transition looming and I'm just, you know, I can't help but let those worries sneak in that they won't be ready. Um, So, you know, that's been really overwhelming. Um, You know, I'm managing a lot of things that I never thought I would in making decisions that I never anticipated and all had to do it really fast. And, and, you know, of course, math, (laughs) I can't leave that (laughs) off. It's been a long time since I was multiplying and dividing integers or finding least common multiples. So 
I'm really thankful for <laughs> teachers, um, text messages away, and uh, Google. Very thankful for Google. <laughs> I'm right there with you on the guilt <laughs> and questioning of myself. Um, so on the flip side, what is something that you guys have each found yourself being really grateful for during this time? Marissa, we'll start with you. Yeah, I would say I'm grateful. You know, my my life's about to change drastically with the birth of our, our new baby boy. And so this has provided us, uh, my husband and I, with a lot of quality time, um, whether that be movies on the couch um, to dinner. Um, we're taking things day by day. The pace is very slow. Um, and so just, a, you know, more quality time is really what I'm, I'm grateful for. I love that. Kirsten, what about you? I'm not a very good cook and this time has like really forced me to read recipes and meal plan um, because you only get to go to the store once a week if that. <laughs> so um, it saved us a lot of money and it's made me a little bit more confident in that skill maybe. I've only burnt the rice once so we're good. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, that's a win. <laughs> Lindsay, what about you? Um, I'm grateful for the ways we, creative ways we've been able to stay connected, you know, in our house and, um, you know, with our extended family. I was telling my husband the other day, um, when he was at work and we might be messaging to each other to ask questions, like we're in the same household, but yet some, at times it feels like we're worlds apart, um, just because there's so much going on, but we've had, you know, family drive by and say hello and done the FaceTimes and Zooms. Uh, we had a backyard camp out a couple weekends ago and the kids rounded me up for um, a game of family hide and seek. And those little distractions have been a, a great de-stressor for all this big difficult news um, that is surrounding us. So I've been really thankful for that. And kind of to second um, Marissa's statement there, you know, when I think about what we would be doing and you know, where, where we'd be run, running around to, life with three kids is, is really busy. So there's times where I'm really thankful there's less on my to-do list. So, um, you know, there's not that uh, carpooling to practice and picking up after school and racing to feed them before this or that. So um, those have kind of been nice to kick down the road for a couple months. That's great. I definitely think for me, just taking that intentional time, especially when I'm feeling really stressed or overwhelmed to think about what I'm grateful for has helped me weather the situation. Mm -hmm. That and funny memes have been my lifesavers. <laughs> and we found a lot of people just like us, a lot of other Metro parents who engage and connect with us. That's what they're looking for too, that camaraderie, some humor, affirmation. Uh, Lindsay, what have you noticed our parents really gravitating to in terms of content? Erin, um, you're so right. We need connections. Parents are at home and this is hard. They're doing the best that they can. And our readers have really sought out people who are kind of in that with them, you know, sharing in this new reality. Um, I've been so thankful for the local moms who have shared what's working for them and, um, you know, in ways that their lives have changed. Um, that's just been so um, reassuring. And I think all parents need that affirmation. Um, of course, we have our advice for distance learning and educational activities, fun things you can do at home. There is a lot, a lot of resources out there, and sometimes that can be a little overwhelming. Um, but something that's been very popular 
is ways to celebrate birthdays during this quarantine. So um, parents are just looking for ideas to connect and keep a little bit of normalcy in all of this um, uncertainty. Um, I think that, um, oh yeah, one other thing we just put on the website recently was um, some date night ideas. I think parents need to uh, recharge together and hopefully that's going to um, refuel some moms and dads and make this a little easier. I love that list because um, it can feel impossible to have a date night or even seven minutes to just like have a conversation <laughs> with your spouse right now. So that's, that's a great resource. Kirsten, what has it meant to you to be part of this team helping to provide that support and connection to other parents right now? Honestly, it's been kind of therapy for me too. Um, obviously you and Lindsay are a bulk of the content creators here. And then me and Marissa are just working on trying to get that content into the right hands. So when I'm putting together, you know, some of our materials, I'm thinking about what are parents needing right now? What do I need right now? Um, I'm definitely in the boat where I tend to say, I'm fine. Everything's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Until I'm like twitching. Um, <laughs> And everything's not fine. And taking a moment to, you know, look over some of the resources we have um, has meant a lot to me, too. So I hope other readers kind of going through that. Um, when you're in the moment, you know, it's hard to think about, like, we're stuck. At, you're thinking you're stuck in the house. What do I do? But then you look through this list. You know, Lindsay's got the 25 things that you can do at home right now. Um, you're like, oh, there's lots we can do. It kind of takes that pressure off. Um, it makes you feel like you have options, that you're not stuck or trapped, um, which I think is definitely, you know, a heavy feeling right now for families with kids trying to work and do everything. So um, yeah, moral of the story is that it has been as much therapy for me that I hope um, others are getting that therapy as well. Absolutely. And that is one of the reasons that we are launching this new program, Raising OKC Kids, which will feature conversations with local experts, parents, and we hope this is a way for people to connect, learn from each other, and grow community, especially in this time when we can feel so isolated. What are you guys most looking forward to about this project? Marissa, we'll start with you. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited for this project and that Metro Family Magazine is such a strong resource to the community already that it can only get greater with unique perspectives, um, and new voices coming to the forefront. You know, I think hearing um, another expert um, talk to us about the resources that they're going to right now is um, going to be a really great asset for us to have. That's great. Kirsten, what about you? I echo that sentiment. Um, and in addition to that, I think uh, hearing somebody talk about their area um, kind of brings a different sentiment than just reading a few quotes. So I think it's really nice to be able to put a face to a voice and, and kind of watch the body language, especially in a time when we're not getting much social interaction. <laughs> so seeing some people's faces in itself can be, can be really nice. And what about you, Lindsay? I'm looking for the opportunity to be able to kind of weed through the noise. I mean, this, um, pandemic is global. And when you look at the big picture, it's devastating. But what I really need is local advice from experts that understand where I'm at right here in Oklahoma City. 
So, you know, I just want them, I'm looking forward to being able to have that resource to help me guide, you know, what does this next few months look like for my family and um, just kind of give me that confidence to move forward. That's great. I agree. Those local expert voices feel really critical right now for me too. Um, and we've got some great conversations coming up with an ER physician, with SSM Health, um, and with Calm Waters about family mental health and lots more. Um, I appreciate you guys so much for hanging out with me on Zoom today. Um, you have all just really been a source of affirmation and encouragement for me, both as moms and professionals. And I know I, I don't know that I would have been able to weather this pandemic without you guys. So I'm so thankful for the great work you do every day. And, and you're all wonderful moms and wonderful people, too. So I appreciate you. Thank you. Thanks, everybody, for watching our very first episode. And join us next time on Raising OKC Kids.